I will now be speaking about the future of class actions and if everything goes wrong about what Emma discussed and Olivier discussed, we you might be the victim of uh, a collective action. This is very much empowered by a European directive that has come into force, um, which is aimed at um, procedures to be lodged by designated qualified entities for representative actions to obtain injunctions, which was already there usually, but also damages or other remedies on behalf of a group of consumers who have been harmed by a trader who has allegedly infringed EU law. You see that this is a very, very wide um, uh, definition. So the scope of the regulation is really, really large. And this is also expected to significantly impact the balance of power of consumers in collective redress. So, as I said, this is going to be relevant to each and every sector, not just products, but also finance, uh, data privacy. And the reason is because every piece of legislation affecting consumer rights or consumer protection sits under this directive. So what we see in practice is active recruit recruitment of consumers to report malpractices uh, like claims on consumer protection bodies, uh, seeking media attention, also, it's very easy to join for consumers because it's free of cost if claims are dismissed or denied. Um, the um, uh, defined or the qualified entities will be liable for costs, but consumers are not. And particularly the latter one is expected to facilitate commercialization of consumer actions in Europe. And just today in the Netherlands, we have seen a new mass claim brought against Amazon following the Luxembourg uh, enforcement fine for a quite large breach. Uh, of the GDPR. So this is very much uh, on the spot topic. So just some current actions listed in the Netherlands and Netherlands is generally regarded as a guidance country because we've had collective actions in our legislative system and the ability to have uh, damages granted since January 2020. We tend to see product liability cases and very much data privacy uh, breaches and I've just listed a few where you also see that it's not just product cases, but also cases in relation to greenwashing or environmental pollution, unlawful collection of uh, data. But what you also see is cases in relation to employment law, whether or not um, uh, people are employed or uh, self-supported. Um, and uh, um, to my surprise, a little also copyright breaches or just more generally IP breaches. So just some key considerations when uh, you look at implementation of the directive. I've just listed here what is the situation in the Netherlands, but these uh, topics are all relevant and will need to be uh, discussed and implemented in one way or another in all the various member states. Just to pick one out, which is the compulsory registration in the central registry, which is not something that is common in uh, most member states, because this means public knowledge, public exposure of a claim. Um, also, the opt-in or opt-out mechanism is something that will need to be decided because there is quite a significant um, um, uh, flexibility for countries to apply their own uh, specifics in relation to uh, procedural aspects to start mass claims. So opt-in or opt-out, we have a combination in the Netherlands, um, which makes it easier for also foreigners, foreign for people not from, from the Netherlands to join a collective action that has started in the Netherlands and particularly in relation to the Amazon case that maybe uh, may come in helpful for consumers. So um, 
the directive does uh, require changes to national laws and not surprisingly, no changes were required in the Netherlands, while small changes to really be directive proof, but not because we didn't have a system. And of course, the UK is not a member state. The UK does have some systems in place that facilitate mass claims. Various changes were required. This is based on some background reading from very small in Belgium to moderate and very significant apparently in Germany. And this really, the changes apply to all member states. So on implementation stages, this, this is just a day score. So this is not reliable when you look at this in another week probably, but at least we now see that at the 25th of June, which was the implementation date of the directive, only six countries have implemented the directive and there's a lot of ongoing work uh, in the countries listed here. And apparently Austria is not even close to uh, having implemented anything or any legislative process. So just briefly looking at what is causing implementation delays, apparently the legislative, legislative process, some countries have started public consultations, which of course take time, and also still COVID, which apparently has created a big backlog on lots of things within society, which also includes implementation of new laws. So just some elements of the directive that may also create delays, which are deemed controversial or simply alien to existing systems which is the question whether or not claims funding by third parties is possible, as I said, opt-in or opt-out, cross-border effects of mass claims and the option to have a cross-border uh, uh, judgment, and what, what, what exactly uh, means a representative group, for, exam for example, is there a minimum number to form a class? So these are all kinds of questions that need to be determined by the member states individually. So very importantly, if you are hit by a mass claim, you need to know that there is a two-step two approach which relates to the suitability of a case for collective re redress. And the first question is whether or not a case is admissible. And that really depends on a couple of pre-trial questions. First, of course, the competence of the qualified entity. Does the qualified entity adhere to the uh, requirements as set by the member states? The second one is the collective redress should be more in, uh, efficient compared to individual redress. And then an important one, but not often enough invoked, I think, is whether or not a claim is evidently ill-founded. And that really relates, of course, to the substance of the case, which is actually the second stage of proceedings. Substance of the case will be dealt with in full proceedings, usually. Um, we have also in the Netherlands interim, interim relief proceedings, but that should be followed by full proceedings. And this is also personal to national procedural laws. Defendants in the Netherlands at least, but this is likely to be in other countries, may decide to respond only after a decision by the court on admissibility on the substance. But particularly in relation to the admissibility uh, requirement that a case should not be evidently ill-founded, that may require also uh, some uh, response on the substance of the matter. So just as a final word, formalities must be observed. And this is really a strategically very important question because if, if formalities are not observed and if the claim is not admissible, at least you will have won that battle uh, or at least the other party will have lost. That will still mean that they can bring individual cases, but at least you don't have a mass claim anymore. So what you really have to look at is whether the articles of representative foundations match with the claims lodged 
whether the consumer uh, are, consumers are represented and whether it is really a well-defined group. Now, typically you will see that consumer representation bodies or patient representation bodies will form uh, the representative foundation. So uh, very often that, that, that should be fine. Um, but on the well-defined group, which is really relating to the class, you really need to establish is there really a case, a class of injured parties and can claims be bundled, which means are damages really similar? And of course, there's always the question about the causal relationship because a case can, there can be a situation where legislation has been violated and there's, a, but there is not really, there, there are no damages. And this is very much overlooked uh, a lot of the time.